Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Option Traders Podcast. I'm your host, Kobe Pokabratsky, and I'm joined by my friend here, Savage Trader. Savage, how are you, my friend? I'm feeling good, my man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, so <clears throat> this week we wanted to do something a little bit different. We wanted to give a little bit of intro about who we are um, and how Savage and I ended up uh, meeting and just kind of tell you a little bit of our backstory as well as go into another company that we think you guys are going to be really interested in. So first off, um, again, my name is Kobe and uh, I, I have uh, been trading now for full time for about four years. Before this, I was in financial advice. I've always been intrigued by markets. Um, I was a financial advisor for a few years there and I, I really enjoyed it. I really loved um, the psychology of the markets. I love the idea that you could invest your money into these companies and then turn around and make money. I thought that was fascinating. Um, I know it's an oversimplification of what goes on there, but I just thought the whole idea was neat. Um, and then once I started to dig in and to, to look at these markets and say, okay, there, there is a, a rhyme and a reason um, for why things work the way they do, that became more and more intriguing to me. Um, and so we decided, uh, actually, we met up um, in, a, in a trading group before we formed our own. And we were talking, uh, back then we were trading penny stocks, we were trading shares, we were trading all kinds of different things. And we decided, you know, we need to focus on option because we figured that was the biggest bang for our buck. Um, and then we decided to go out on our own, uh, formed a group. And that was, I think it was about four years ago now where this originally started. Um, and then we just kind of took it from there. Um, I'm currently in Texas, about 40 miles southeast of Dallas. Savage, you're not in uh, the United States right now. You're actually in India. Is that right? Yep. I'm in India right now, currently. All right. And what's, and, uh, what's, what's your what's your backstory, man? Um, as you know, like I'm uh, basically from the engineering background, but uh, when I was looking for, uh, you know, alternate revenue sources, like the second revenue stream, I came across this investing and stuff like that. And then uh, when I was going through it and when I was learning through it, I was really intrigued by it, you know, like I was really interested, you know, where uh, you can be your own boss and you don't really need any staff or anything. You can do it on your own. It, it looked pretty cool to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is, that's, that's kind of the, the idea for me too, is that I thought, well, this is, this is kind of like a, a an area where there's no rules, which is, which is a huge benefit, but it's also one of the biggest uh, things that I think people struggle with when they're talking about trading is that there there are no rules to it. So you have to make your own rules to this. And that's where I think a lot of people really, really struggle with trading is that, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can bet as big as you want to on whatever trade that you want to. However, the the other side of that coin is that you can also lose everything, you know, and just, just as quick as you, you made the initial trade. So, um, I think that's the allure of, of the entire market. You know, um, that's definitely one of the allures for me is that there's there's such huge potential, but there's there's no rules to it. And that's what always really, really fascinated me with the whole thing. You know, I don't I don't know if, the, if that was the same for you or not. But uh, for me, that was that was something that really, really brought me into the markets. Yeah, that's it's the same thing for me, too. Like, as I said, you know, you can be your own boss and you don't really need anyone uh working for you too like you can do it if you want it but you can do it on your own you know true it's not like uh you need like 10 people or 20 people be below you and they'll be working for you you don't have to do all that stuff yeah yeah so yeah so where did where did where did most of your education uh for markets come from mm, pretty much on my own i would say yeah bunch of trial and error just 
mm, not trial and error. Like, yeah, when I first started trading, yes, it was a trial and error. And uh, same like all the other people, I just blew my account the first time. <laughs> and that, <laughs> I learned a lot from that. And then I stopped doing that. Yeah, and uh, like, yeah, right now it's internet age, man. Like, uh, you find everything on Google. You just need to have patience and time, and you can find everything. Sure. And I just uh, spent like almost uh, like one to one and a half year just reading, not really trading anything, like just putting like, you know, small amounts of money into the market, but then mostly studying the markets. And once I did that, I was pretty confident of it. And then I started uh, trading with my money. I, you know, like, uh, from there, you know uh, how it went, you know, like, um, just in- gradually increase the position sizing and it hit off for me. Yeah, no, that's, <clears throat> that's funny that you said that about blowing up the, I feel like that's like a rite of passage when you, when you first start trading. And uh, for those of you guys who are in our option traders discord too, we talk about that. It, it feels like a rite of passage anyway. I mean, and I think it's very relatable. Everyone who starts off, when when you first start off, you think you hit one or two good trades, and you think I got this. What is what's the big you know, what's the big discussion about here? This is the easiest thing in the world. I'm gonna get rich tomorrow. I'm gonna go pick out that Lamborghini, and I'm gonna go you know pick out the biggest house on the block, and then the market humbles you very very quickly, and uh, you you got to take it on the chin. Honestly, if you're gonna learn, it's it's part of it. And I think once you get past that and start to, the key is obviously that you got to learn from those mistakes. You know, you can't just lose all your money and then lose all your money and then lose all your. You got to keep going at it and figuring. Okay, what did I do wrong? And nail that system, nail the process, um, and then I think you can really start to benefit from markets. Otherwise, you're just you know throwing money you know in a hole. I feel like so. Um, well, that wanted to be, like I said, that, we wanted to give you guys a little bit of backstory about us, um, and, and how we met up, um, and, and what our beginnings were. Um, but we, we also don't want to bore you to death about our backstory. So we wanted to give you guys another stock to talk about here today too. Um, before we get into this again, another disclaimer, we just wanted to say that, um, everything here is an opinion. There is no financial advice. There is no investment advice. Everything we talk about again, guys, is just an opinion market can do whatever it wants to. Um, and so uh, trade at your own risk. And, um, we hope that what we can give you guys is something that you can, can move forward with and make an actionable trade on, um, and, and, you know, move forward with. So, First stock that we have on the list today, um, and what we're going to go over is a, a really cool company. It is called Unity Software. The uh, ticker symbol is U. There's an old saying that I, I like, um, and the saying is about a gold uh, during a gold rush. You can either mine for gold or you can sell pickaxes, right? And I think for this company itself, this is a perfect saying for that company. Um, as everyone knows, mobile gaming. Um, virtual reality, augmented reality, um, obviously the console cells and everything at PlayStation, Xbox, all those different Nintendo, all those different things. There is a huge opportunity there um, for for um, growth, right? And I think there a lot of people are looking at some of these companies like Activision, Take Two, Electronic Arts, and those types of things, and they are producing great content and games like that, but the pickaxe part of this is there has to be someone behind the scenes that is um, producing this content. Right. And that's where unity software comes in. Um, So with unity software, what they do is they will 
uh, they are a software company that allows uh, creators to develop their own games, right? They allow, they allow, um, they build the infrastructure out so that you can build these 2D and 3D games um, and move forward. And I think that um, with Unity Software in particular, it, pres it has a, a really interesting backstory and probably most of you guys have played some of their games or maybe even your kids. I don't know how old everyone is, but maybe your kids have played some of their games, but definitely you're going to be able to relate to the backstory of Unity. Um, so Savage, real quick on Unity Software, um, can you give us just a, a 5,000 foot overview of, of Unity Software and, and what they do? First thing, now I know why you're really excited for today. <laughs> uh, the gaming stuff. <laughs> That's your sector, yeah. huh? <laughs> That's why you're so excited yeah. for today. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so just a brief overview for uh, Unity Software. You know, like they're into this, uh, they're actually a game engine. So ATVI or uh, Take-Two or Rockstar or like, you know, all these guys, they make games. Yes, they are the content providers, but where do they put all their content on? You know, like you need a platform for that which is Game Engine. That is what Unity Software does, which is just one branch of it. And then Unity has the other branch, Virtual Reality and Augmented Reality, which I think will be the future anyways in the next maybe five to 10 years. And other than that, Unity has, is just now growing into this ads business. You know, like they have more than 50% of the market share in gaming industry. Mm -hmm. So... They are trying to integrate that gaming uh, gaming stuff and the ad stuff, you know, like uh, with all these uh, gathering all the details from these uh, gamers, they can provide ad contents much more specific to the region and to the person. You know how these uh, ad content stocks are doing in the last two, three years, like the trade desk and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So with 50% market share, I think Unity can do wonders with that. So 50% market share, you mean like uh, on, on the app stores, um, on, on your, your Google apps, or your, sorry, your, your Apple app store or um, the, what is it, Google Google Play? Play Store. Yeah. 50% of the games developed there are through, developed through Unity software. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 50% of the games you find in a Play Store or Apple Store that developed using Unity's game engine. Yeah, so so I, I, a couple of... As an example, oh. like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, as an example, I could say, like, you know, you know Pokemon Go, how big that was, like, two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. That was made in Unity. Right. You know Temple Run. Yeah, I know Temple Run. That's the, yeah, 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 yeah. That was huge, like, what, seven, eight years ago? <laughs> that was made on Unity. Also, uh, my son and I played one, um, and it was some skateboarding game, but we played another one, too, that was uh, Fall Guys. Uh, Fall Guys is a pretty mm -hmm. cool one. Um, if you guys never played that one, it's just uh, these little characters, and you have to make it through this this little trial. you got to run to the finish line, and it's, I don't know, 50, 60 people actually playing with you, and you got to make it to the end, and there's all kinds of obstacles you got to get through. They'll knock you off, and you got to start back over. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and that's also Unity software as well. So, so again, yeah, pretty much, like I said, if, if you guys have gone on to um, Apple App Store and you've played anything, 
you've probably played with Unity software uh, developed games in in the past, which I thought was was one of the things that makes this this company really 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 relatable. Um, you know, for for everyone. <clears throat> so um, one of the things that that we we've talked about too with with this company, I thought was interesting too, is that that we we said that virtual reality right now um, is around an eighteen billion dollar industry. So you mentioned that um, in the future, twenty twenty five, they're projected to be around five hundred and seventy one billion dollar industry, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Right. So so that's just gaming. Now, obviously, everyone can do the math on that and say that's massive. Right. But where else is Unity? Um, where else? Where else are they looking to to integrate their software into? You know, that that's one misconception everyone has, you know, like uh, when it comes to AR and VR, like virtual reality things, everyone thinks. It's only in the games, but but it's not. Gaming is just one piece of the cake. Virtual reality is so big, it can be integrated into anything in our life. You know, like uh, I can tell you, like you have so many sectors right now, like healthcare, engineering, automobiles, real estate. Okay, I'll tell you with examples, you know, like... uh, in healthcare, like I was watching one uh, web series, you know, I don't know if you guys watched it or maybe you can just Google it and you can find it. The Good Doctor. Most of the doctors, the operations or whatever they do, like the complex operations, they can actually perform in virtual reality before performing on the patient. So in that web series, you can see the advantages of virtual reality, you know, like uh, they perform, like they do like 10, 12, 13 iterations of the operations and then come up with the best possible solution for the patient. You can't do that in the real life. You only have one chance. So virtual reality comes into play over there. You know, like it helps a lot for the doctors or anyone who does, even who does the research and stuff like that. It helps you to perform whatever you want to do and just go and do it for the ones, you know, like for all those uh, iterations and stuff. You can watch this on the, like, again, the web series is uh, The Good Doctor. So so you're talking about like like uh, heart surgeries or like plastic surgery? What are you talking about? Because if I wanted to go get a facelift, I can see where, uh, you know, a software like that would be really practical. Yeah, you can use it in that probably. But then uh, I'm mostly talking about this heart surgeries and stuff like that, you know, like it's the, the heart is like really small. And then if you're... Uh, operating into like those veins and stuff they're too small to do anything you know we, once you get into that virtual reality and stuff it's it's a little easier for the doctors to just see okay how they're doing it and how the complex operations are shaping up you know because uh you can actually use all the patient related data input them into the virtual reality and you can feel it like you are doing the same thing as uh, how you are operating on the patient hmm. that's 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 pretty cool. That sounds like that's like that that next level sci-fi. So you used to watch in the movies, you know, and then and then now it's it's finally and it's just it's the thing is it like it feels like all these things that we've talked about for the past you know twenty years, right? That okay, when technology finally catches up, right? That that these are going to be the things that that we're able to do. Like we'll be able to to operate remotely, or not necessarily operate remotely, but at least be able to trial and error without an actual human person being in front of us, right? And I think that's that is just absolutely fascinating to me. 
Um, so, so one other one other thing that seemed really cool too was was that we talked about earlier was um, video tours um, of homes. So now COVID nineteen obviously has dominated the narrative this entire year and has been a plague on everything. Um, but but that's another area that you said that that um, Unity software could potentially um, you know break into, right? Yeah, because, you know, like right now, you are having all these guided video tours. So if you want to buy a house, like people are not really going into the houses to look at just because of the COVID. What they're actually doing is like a video conferencing, maybe FaceTime, Zoom, whatever it is. And then some other person holds the camera and then shows you all the home. That's what they're doing right now. But with virtual reality... You can actually do that every day for every new home, even when COVID is not here, you know, like uh, you feel like you are in the house and then looking at the model house. That's what virtual reality gives you. And as I said, you know, like the future generations, I think virtual reality will be a big thing because it's all about convenience. You have convenience, you have everything. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, that's too cool, yeah. too. Um and then, and then one more field. And again, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds on all this stuff, but these are just different different areas that this company is is going into. And what I really like to look at when I'm talking about companies for the future is that um, are these companies adaptable? Are they very narrow focused? And it seems like Unity itself has this broad reach of of different areas it can get into. So. Um, wasn't it, is it Volkswagen and, um, a couple other automakers are now working with unity as well? Yes. As, I, as I've told you, like Toyota, Volkswagen, two of the biggest, uh, two of the top four biggest automakers, they are actually teaming up with a uh, unity to get this virtual reality into possibility. You know, they wanted to use this for engineers and sales team for sales team. You can see why, because, uh, they want to give you know, virtual reality tours on their cars for uh, sales and marketing purpose. But what I'm more interested in here is the engineering side. So when engineers make a model using all these uh, 3D models and all these things, you don't get to see a part, you know, like uh, what they do is they just do it. And then the production needs to make a car. And then engineer gets to see it and then they'll see like, okay, this is not good. Okay, this is not good. Okay, this is bad. And all that stuff. Yes, they do simulations and all that stuff. But then still, you know, like uh, the actual component seeing with your own eyes is different than whatever you get in the model because uh, you have all these manufacturing capabilities and stuff like that come into picture when you come outside of software. With this virtual reality, what's happening is the engineers are actually able to see the car how it is being built, even before it's built. So you don't have to spend money on uh, manufacturing. And one more thing is changing something in virtual reality is much, much easier because it's all imaginative. Yeah. If you want to change something in the actual produced car, just imagine, you know, like you have a Ford car at your home. If you want to change something, you got to buy another part. That's again costly. And, you know, you know how R&Ds go, you know, like uh, it doesn't happen in one iteration. You'll go through like what 50s hundreds of iterations and it's too costly for uh, all these R&D teams you know to reduce uh, budgets or even money spent on these uh, making cars and stuff like that on so many iterations virtual reality actually helps a lot in that field so engineer can actually look at the car decide what's good what's not okay 
okay, you have friction over here. Okay, maybe you have interference over here. Just take it out. And then they'll do all these iterations. And uh, once, they, once it comes into production, I think, you know, the first car you make is good, ready to roll out for the customers. Yeah. Yeah, no. So so it sounds like like Unity to me <clears throat> is is company that, that uh, again, ha- has fingers in everything at this point. And uh, with, with this, and you know, like uh, I'll tell you something more relatable. Yeah. Uh, if you come out of this cars world, just think of engineering terms. I'm sure you guys uh, watched Marvel movies. Iron Man. What does Tony Stark do? Tony Stark. He just uh, pl- yeah, Tony Stark. Um, w- what does he do in uh, Iron Man or any of the Marvels movie? All he does, he plays with this uh, virtual reality stuff. You can see him like with his hand playing with all those uh, engineering stuff in air. That's what you can actually do with virtual reality. Yeah, it's crazy. Like like we were talking exactly about earlier, is it, it seems like it, this all the stuff that we've talked about in the past, right? Like all the things that that have been an idea are now finally the technology has finally caught up with with the science fiction. You know, like what we used to see with like the old Star Trek movies and things like that, that now the technology has finally caught up. And so the Tony Starks of, you know, which which were at one point, you know, fiction. Now, all of a sudden, they it seems like this is starting to become a reality. And it it actually seems like in maybe 10 years, 15 years that we'll go, well, why weren't we doing this all along? And I think the answer to that question is, is the technology wasn't there. Right. And. And and once it yeah. becomes you know more uh, commonplace uh, that that we'll just think of this as another technology that honestly we take for granted, and that's that that to me is the biggest bullish case that I can think for a company is that if their technology is so user friendly and the interface is so user friendly that it becomes something that that we can all use, um, or more importantly the 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 big wigs at at uh, you know Volkswagen or where Marvel or wherever else. When when these guys when they start adapting that technology to what they're doing, um, then yeah, I think I think the benefit is definitely there. Now, is 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 Unity a company? I know they just IPO'd. Um, is this a is this company is something that would be like a buyout target, or is there any company that would think about buying them out or anything like that? Uh, yeah, they they IPO'd just now, but they have been around for some time. And guess what? Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, he tried to convince board of directors to acquire you, Unity, in 2015, which didn't materialize, of course. But uh, yeah, he, as you know, like, you know, even Microsoft, it is into HoloLens. Facebook is into this Oculus VR thing. And most of these companies believe virtual reality is the next big thing in that field. So... And guess what? Like Unity actually has sixty-four percent of the market share in AR and VR. Have you ever sixty-four? I have, thought. Have you ever seen? Oh, sorry. Go, actually, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I was just saying, like you know, I actually thought fifty percent of the market share in mobile gaming is huge. And when I looked at like sixty-four percent in AR VR, that is yeah. massive. Yeah, especially for for how much that industry is supposed to grow. In the future, too. I mean, you you want the company that is first, right? That company that 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 has their foot in the door before everybody. There's definitely going to be other companies that come in and try to copycat 
what Unity did. But but Unity has already made these partnerships with all these gigantic companies, right? And that to me is 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 very very important um, because the next company to come in is is to take that partnership away is going to have to show, hey, look, not only can we do it better, but we can do it cheaper, or we can, you know, they have to show some sort of competitive edge. And maybe that comes, maybe it doesn't. But for now, at this moment, I do think that, that yeah, Unity definitely has that competitive edge. I was going to ask you, um, have you ever seen the movie Her with uh, Joaquin Phoenix? you never seen that movie? So it, it's, it's funny that you're talking about virtual reality. So in that movie, the movie, it's a super cool movie again, if you've never seen it. Um, but in the future, um, Joaquin Phoenix, he, he his job is he has to write these um uh cards like love letters and stuff for for couples and that's what he does for a living but the whole premise of the story is he gets this ai um it's on his it's, well i'd say it's his phone it's not really his phone but it's close to a phone and the ai is scarlett johansson and she talks to him she gets to know him um she's got her own personality right but one of the things in the movie that i'm the reason i'm only bringing this up is because in the movie, he's sitting at home by himself in between these, these, you know, he's all sad because he doesn't have, you know, a whole love life and whatever else. And he's playing a game on there. And, and in my idea in the future, this is what virtual reality and augmented reality, all this stuff will look like. In the movie, if you've never seen it, he's, he's sitting on his couch and all of a sudden a screen pops up and it's not a TV screen. It's like his whole living room is the game, right? And... He's got this little character that he has to go through this little tunnel and stuff. And it's the whole room is really immersive and um, he has to talk to him. And every character in the game is this huge, this AI character that, you know, no um, ending is predicted. It depends on what you do, you know, all that kind of stuff that you kind of see now in video games, but they're, they're really not there yet on it. And I think that in the future, you're going to see, you know, that really get a, violent push forward you know with ai and in this virtual reality augmented reality to the point where you're not going to be able to tell you know which is scary to me but not going to be able to tell the difference between reality and in virtual reality but uh if you've never seen a movie super cool movie <laughs> so yeah yeah i'll probably watch it tonight and uh actually you know like uh that's actually the thing most of these big companies like Google, Microsoft, Facebook, they are all trying on MR, which is mixed reality. They want to combine the actual real life mm-hmm. with the virtual reality life. And, you know, they are trying to get a world which yeah. is like half an yeah, hour. And I, th- I think, I think it's going to happen. I don't, I don't think it's a matter of, of if. I think it's a matter of when. You know, the technology is not – I don't feel like it's all the way there yet, but it'll come. And – you know, when it does, it, it's kind of scary, but yeah, you know, it, like, uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, I'm just not sure of the time frame, like maybe three years, four years, five years, maybe 10 years from now, but then AR, VR, I, I think uh, it will be the future and then Unity will be the leader in that field. So if that materializes, like the TAM, basically the addressable market for Unity, it will probably be in trillions 571 billion is nothing yeah no no that that makes perfect perfect sense um so so um real quickly before we end this um uh on on unity um is as far as as far as actual actual stock numbers go and all that because we got to get into that obviously um got a little carried away on the story there but currently 
Unity is trading at around $150 a share. They just IPO'd this year um, earlier, and they have been on quite a run. Um, now, is this a stock that you think for <clears throat> someone looking to take a position in? Is this one, again, that you think it should should uh, pull back a little bit? Or is this one you buy and hold? Or what's the what's the plan there? Yeah, you know, like uh, Unity is a little extended, if you ask me right now. So better to wait for a pullback and then get into it. There's a cool story for the company, you know, like uh, as we have spoken for the last 20 minutes, there's a really good story. There's really good market for this. And uh, this is the future everyone is talking about. And Unity is the leader in it. But then numbers doesn't reflect that. The Why is that uh, the case is because Unity is trying to put all their profits into the R&D to develop and infrastructure for all this to happen. So the uh, EPS or the revenue growth, whatever you see right now, they're not really monetizing as they should, but they will in the future. As I was saying about that ad uh, infrastructure too, they just went into the mobile ads business. So they have 50% market share. Imagine how much money they can make, like, you know, with 80 billion uh, gaming market, and then they're having 50% of the share, even if they get like five or 10% of the mobile ads uh, revenues, it will be what, like a multi-billion dollar industry? And then one more thing for Unity is, you know, like uh, in-app yeah. purchases is a big thing right now. All this uh, clothing and whatever they buy, like the apparels, it's, it's, it's really big. That's a really big industry. And with 80 billion market cap, Unity doesn't take any share in that in-app purchases. And I think that will change in the future. Right now, they're not taking it because they want to grab as much market share as possible. So they're not doing it. But in the future, like, you know, like a, a year from now or two years from now, they will take a percentage share in it. You know, like a, maybe if, even if they can take three or four percent in those yeah. purchases, it's again huge. They'll make a yearly around like what, three, four billion dollars yeah. in revenue just from that. So it's, it's all about like, you know, monetizing their uh, platform in the future. So that's why I'm saying, you know, the numbers doesn't really reflect it right now because they're trying to grab the market share. But in the future, they have a really good thing. And one more interesting thing here is, you know, like uh, they, they have a, they have rivals. It's not like they have monopoly over this industry. You have like Unreal, Epic, game engines. But then the issue is once a developer is into this uh, game engine and they started developing a game, they don't really want to leave into the other uh, game engine because it changes so much for them. And it's highly costly and then it's not an easy process you know they, they need to start again code it again it's, it's all a big tedious process so once unity grabs this market share it's not really easy for them to get away from that you know like all the companies they don't really go away from unity or as a matter of fact like any other game engine just because mm -hmm. it's a tedious and yeah, costly that, that, process. that definitely makes sense and yeah and if you want me to go into the actual numbers right now, their uh, DBNR, which is the most important thing I feel like in Unity, like dollar-based net retention rate, it's at 142%, which is huge. Like anything about 100% is really huge, I would say. And then they have 1.5 million monthly active developers right now, creators in over 190 countries. So Unity has this reach. It's not like, you know, they're only in one country or two countries. They are in like almost 190, wow. 200 countries. <clears throat> And they already have partnerships with all the biggest companies right now. Apple, Microsoft, Google, 
Autodesk, Nintendo, Tencent, all the biggest of the biggest big uh, game developers, and then the simulation software from the engineering side, and uh, Apple, Microsoft, Google, as yeah. you know, like they are into everything. So they have partnerships with yeah, every and, and that's that's what we were talking about earlier. Is that if if once they once you're in good with a company like that, that the next company to come up is going to have to disrupt that relationship somehow, and that that's going to be tough, especially when a company has that much market share. And you know, if you look at any of the reviews of the the creators that have used it, they actually love it. You know, everything I've seen is that the creators do actually love the software itself and the and 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 how it works. So. Yeah, it's huge, huge company, um, and I think a, a lot of potential in the future. So, I hope you guys. Re- oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Uh, and one more thing, I just want to add here is like, you know, ninety-three of the top hundred game studios are Unity customers. Ninety-three of top hundred. So they just left out seven. I don't know why they left those seven out. <laughs> well, but... maybe they'll maybe they'll hop on board. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, well, I hope you guys. I hope you guys really enjoyed this one. This is, we could have gone on probably for an hour and a half, two hours on this company. It's such a fascinating company and a a really cool story. And if you haven't checked them out, go online and just Google them. You know, um, again, the company's unity software, the ticker is you. Um, and I, and I think you guys will be really intrigued by this story. And if, if you have any questions on it, feel free to message us, feel free to uh, post a comment, um, or anything like that, and we'll we'll help you out. Um, for you guys who are not already involved in our Option Traders Discord, come on in. Um, you can find us on again on on Discord, and um, every day we're on there giving out alerts, voice chat. Um, we have watch list and tons of technical analysis, good webinars, videos, things like that that'll help you guys out. Um, but Savage, thank you very much for for joining me on this one, and um, I hope all you guys again enjoyed it, and um, I will talk to you guys next time. Y'all have a good evening, and um, we'll see you then. Thanks. Thank you, guys.